Well, on account of that bus shuttle thingy not running, we're, uh, we're obliged to find some sort of parking spot. But, you know, I ain't got no George Washington dollar bill to put the, pay the popo man the machine. So, uh, we're off to find change so we can go participate in the political process, uh, as it were. There's some kind of reception and, uh, should be some wild hijinks going on underneath, uh, Olympia's newly remodeled from the, uh, recent earthquake. Uh, and glorious. Quite fetching. Capital Dome. Well, Cosmo's over uh, paying for the parking because we finally found a dollar. I had to go in and buy a bottle of water, make some small talk with someone at Texaco who I don't know, I went to, had a class with or something. I have no recollection. But anyway, to describe the scene in front of me, you walk up these big, wide grass fields with these kind of these boulevard kind of drives that congregate in a sort of a starfish pattern um, by these uh, bronze, this bronze statue of some old World War I soldiers or something, guns slung over their back. But on these grassy plains where there's been many a protest and such not, there's a wide variety of trees from all over Washington State. And now all the deciduous ones are laying here with, uh, standing there with uh, the gnarly old moss being the only color and the otherwise stark trees against a gray sky. But it's, uh, it's certainly a majestic looking building and all around there's all the various state offices. You can see them, the progression of the architecture over the last hundred some odd years as they've expanded the size of government. One of my favorites, though, is the one right behind us, which is the old Thurston County Court Building. It's since moved up the hill in a substandard uh, building that they're constantly trying to replace. But the old one, well, it's much more appealing, a sturdy granite structure. But I think maybe my favorite one of all the old-timey buildings is the old state capitol, which is right down by Sylvester Park. And I don't know, it houses some kind of superintendent of higher education or something like that offices now. But right up here on the main Capitol campus, there's the big legislative dome, the legislative building, which is the big dome building. And then there's also one called the insurance building that I believe is uh, offices. And then, uh, but I don't really know. And then, and then what's the one over there? Temple of Justice. Oh, the Temple of the Justice. State Supreme Court is held. State Supreme Court. So, but uh, as Cosmos pointed out to me often, getting involved in the, and you know, again, this is, you can insert provincial where we might say state, but at this level of government, it's really easy to get involved and make your voice heard. It's, you know, it's true to a point that policy is made by the people who show up. Now also getting a little closer to the dome here, there's uh, this sort of hedgy maze kind of thing. Well, it's not really a maze, but it's a kind of a courtyard area. And right in behind that is the conservatory that looks uh, down onto the former estuary of Capitol Lake. That's just kind of a muddy lake. But in there, there's all sorts of the uh, other plants that you might find throughout Washington preserved for all to see. Although it keeps on coming up as a possible budget cut, or I thought it had been cut. I'm not exactly sure. I know there was talk of uh, eliminating the legislative library as well. But uh, that's neither here nor there. At this point in the legislative session, it's well, it starts on Monday. And so everyone's sort of positioning themselves to see what will be the big po policy topics uh, this year. As far as Washington State goes, you know, they've been sort of over the last while trying to figure out a new economic identity because for years it was Boeing and timber were the main source and fishing and natural resource type economies. But gradually it sort of shifted into the high tech sector with Microsoft and all the little ancillary satellites that it created in its solar system. But now there's not quite as much revenue coming in from there. There's been sort of a populist tax revolt movement and uh, as well as uh, a lot of citizen uh, initiatives, which can be a good thing, but sometimes when it's just wrapped up in populist fervor without any kind of sense, it's really easy to get people voting to 
pay less money and this kind of stuff when then the effects of it aren't felt for months later and when people aren't really taking the time to educate themselves on all sides of the issues it can be a really dangerous thing and really eliminate services for people who desperately need such uh, such things people who complain about well why is there a gasoline tax and all you got to do is just drive up and down the i-5 to know that there's some serious work needs to be done in washington state's transportation one of the problems that happens though is washington state being so wide west to east the eastern washingtonians or people in more rural communities feel like they're not getting a fair shake for their tax dollar. Although, you know, the, to provide any kind of services, even more rudimentary services in remote areas, is uh, exponentially quite a bit more expensive for the population it serves. So it's a few conundrums that uh, Washington State has to sort of figure out and find out how to spread the wealth around, how to keep things moving in the city, but keep the services needed into the rural areas as well. Well, that was a fully worthy and interesting event. I'm walking back out now, it's gotten a little bit dark, the rain is drizzling down, walking back through the campus, the Capitol campus, on a Friday night. But what it was, as it turns out, it was a kind of a reception organized by progressive bloggers, meaning pro politically left or progressive or lead on the democratic side of things. Anyway, they put together kind of this forum to get bloggers and legislators and legislative staff together to talk about, and party people to talk about what works and what doesn't and what role does blogging play vis-a-vis -vis traditional media as a conduit from legislators to people or how does it equate with things like talk radio which was talked about quite a bit, especially the Republicans um, clever uh, clever and domineering use of talk radio as a forum. And while that's worked well for the Republicans, the Democratic side has uh, responded in force with uh, blogs, and, I and the word podcast was even spoken. Indeed, RSS, XML, and all these other uh, technologies were discussed. It was a pretty tech-savvy group, though. Certainly a, a blog-savvy group. There's two uh, House representatives, Representative Wallace and Hudgkin? Hudgkin? from the Tukwila-Renton area. And uh, Representative Wallace, who's uh, at wallaceandblogit.com, her private blog, uh, represents, uh, what's that, Clark County down there in Vancouver, Washington? Talked about how that area, it's hard to get the voters' attention because everyone sort of tunes into the Portland ma media, being that that's the closest kind of major city. Anyway, among the most interesting was uh, David Goldstein, or Goldie, who uh, does a blog called Horse's Ass, and he filed a petition. You see here in Washington, there's this guy, Tim Iman. He files all these initiatives that I was mentioning earlier about let's repeal this tax, let's pull this back, let's uh, mudrack that, and it's this, this kind of soft-sell populism of we're paying too much taxes, so let's just make this thing so we don't have to pay so much taxes because we don't need these services because they're all just going to support crack babies and welfare mothers and... Such not, right? Well, I shouldn't put words in his mouth. But anyway, um, so they're talking about how, um, with his kind of campaigns, how there needs to be counteractions to really educate people and get the information out there to the people. And um, David Goldstein, he filed a citizen's initiative called... Uh, Tim Iman is a horse's ass to say that look how easy it is to get an initiative on the ballot and we're mocking our electoral system when we allow a yahoo like this to repeal the laws of the legislature, work very diligently and professionally to uh, put on the books. So anyway, his, uh, his campaign about the Tim Iman is a horse's ass uh, got so much attention that it sort of grew into a blog of its own and uh, where you 
dispenses his political punditry and miscellaneous mudrackery. There's also people from King County Democratic Party and uh, State Democratic Party talking about how they use blogs and leaking things out to the blogs. And uh, what is his name? Sandeep? Something used to work for the stranger now, Ron Sims, King County Executives, Communications Director, talked about how indeed when they'd have stories they would intentionally leak it to other blogs and um, that were prominent on a national scale and other newspapers in advance of, re of releasing the information in their smaller newspaper, their smaller publications, so that when the news hit, those were al they were already hitting the ground running, so it immediately amplified the event and then generated uh, more and more media content. As is very wisely pointed out, I think, traditional media doesn't like to create controversy, but they sure like to cover it. And I think that's a, that's a pretty accurate statement. Traditional media, especially the daily newspapers, loathe to do anything new and innovative. They like to sit back and watch, and sort of from a position of quasi-objectivity, but uh, overly cautious, to say the least. Also discussed at length was the ethics which prevent... Um, you know, it's kind of a quiet period preceding elections where legislators are, are uh, well, there's a lot of uh, guidelines they must adhere to as to what they can publish and what they can put out to the constituents so it's not perceived as political propaganda made for re-election purposes. It's simply reporting specifically on what they did. So, uh, all in all, very interesting. We had to kind of split out the end before the very end. I was hoping to talk to more people, but other activities await. You've been shooting along with Uncle B and his wild hijinks.